Maseches Maestras, Perak Aleph Mishnehei. In the introduction to the Masechta, I explained that there were two essential stages that are relevant to the halachas of Maestras. The first is called Onas HaMaestras, the stage of tithing. And that was the subject of the past three Mishnayas. We talked about when a food basically becomes um, edible. At that point, one could tithe it if he chose to, and uh, such tithing would be effective because that's considered food. Prior to Onus Amaestris, the produce is not considered food yet. It's considered too immature to be edible. I also said at that point that it's not proper to tithe the food. What's better is to let food um, go to full ripeness, and then um, at the point of what's called Gemar Malacha, the completion of the processing, um, one should tithe his food. Uh, to be honest, he doesn't need to tithe the food just because he finished processing it, although there is a mitzvah derabanan to take the truma as soon as possible there in the field. Um, but the main point is not that there's a mitzvah to tithe the food immediately per se, but rather that prior to eating the food, one must tithe it. That is to say, prior to gemar malacha, if a person wants to eat his food, his produce, he is allowed to derech aray, achilas aray, a casual uh, eating that is permissible. Once it reaches Gemar Malacha, he no longer can eat from that produce, even aray, even in a casual way, a snacky way, until he first tithes the produce. So, while the first, the previous three Mishnayas discussed what constitutes onasamaisrus, the earliest time to take a tithes, now we're going to define when in the processing of the fruit or vegetable or grain is considered to be gemar malacha, the completion of the processing. I'll just make sure that you understand those aren't exactly congruous terms, meaning onus amaisras is talking about a stage in the ripening of the produce, whereas gemar malacha is talking about a, a stage in the processing of the foodstuff, regardless of how particularly ripe or unripe it is. Again, assuming that it's at least onus amaisras ripeness, that it's edible. So these are going to talk about different stages in the in the farmer's production of the produce. And the general principle is, just as when it came to Onus Amaisras, the general principle was when it becomes considered to be edible. Here, for the next few Mishnayas, as we define for various species what constitutes Gemar Malacha, the completing of the production, it's when a person said, okay, I'm now done doing my work in the field and I'm ready to take this produce home or to the shuk to sell or to put in storage, as the case may be. So it's the end of that processing, and now it's ready to, to be moved off-site. Okay. Now, the Mishnah starts out with the question, Ezuhu garanan lamasras. Now, the word garanan is a unusual choice of words, perhaps. The word goren is a storage, like a silo, a grain silo. Um, the base hagoren is the threshing floor in front of that silo, which stores the grain. In any case, since the last step when one produces grain is to put it in the silo, uh, we're sort of borrowing that term and treating it as if it means gemar malacha. So when we say ezu garan and lamasras, we mean what constitutes um, the various foods gemar malacha, meaning that now one must tithe before eating this food, even achilas arai. So we say for hakishuim, vadiluim, when it comes to cucumbers and, and gourds, mishifaksu, picus is some sort of like fuzz, on the outside of the cucumbers, etc. So, mifakes um, is to rub off, scrub off that fuzz. So when one removes the fuzz, that's the last step. 
if you're not planning on removing the fuzz, so then when you've piled it up in a pile, that's the last step for cucumbers and gourds. When it comes to melons or watermelons, from when you again smooth them off, there's sort of a smoothing similar thing, either there's some sort of blossom on the edge or there's some sort of fuzz on the watermelon or something like that, the melon, so when you remove and smooth that off. If you're not planning on smoothing off the onion, you don't need other melon, you don't need to, let's say, because it's already smooth. So then, it's when you stack them up. Now, the truth is, means setting aside. And here, what we're talking about here, the same verb is used for when you when you put your um, your figs on the roof for drying. You're not going to stack melons one on top of the other because they're going to get crushed and smushed and mushy. So when you set them aside and stack them, you're going to do them on, like, on a single row, like in a one melon high. So when you've sort of arranged it like that, that's, you know, put aside and ready for bringing in. That's considered to be Gemar Malacha. As far as a Yarak goes, if it's a Yarak Hane'egad, if it's a vegetable that is um, normally bound together, like, you know, carrots, you bind them together, whatever the story is, then Mishiogad, once you bind them. If you're not planning on binding them, then Ajimale Esakli. When you've filled up the container that you're filling up with those carrots, whatever they are. If you're not planning on filling up kalim with the carrots, then once you've gathered all the vegetables you intend to gather and you're done and ready to leave uh, the field with those, so then that will be considered gemar malacha. Kalkala, if you're putting them in a basket, so then it's when you cover the basket. The meaning, the idea is they put sort of like a like a palm frond on top of the basket of let's say cabbages, whatever is inside there, so that they wouldn't dry out in the sun. So that's the last step, the covering. If you're not planning on covering it anyways, then Then once the container is full, the container is full, and that's Malacha. If you're not planning on filling the entire container up, then Once you've collected whatever you need to collect and you're now ready to leave the field, so now you're done collecting, that will be considered Gemar Malacha. When does all this apply? This is a very important point. All this last step in the processing called Gmar Malache is applicable in terms of when one no longer can eat Achilles Arai, but Molech Lashuk, assuming you're planning on taking this produce from the field to the marketplace. That being the case, you're totally done, and all that has to happen between now and when you get to the marketplace is just to sell the produce. And the truth is, there's nothing magic about the marketplace in terms of selling the produce. You're ready to sell the produce, and you actually probably would prefer to sell the produce to some buyer who would come to you at the farm. The bringing to the market is not production at all, it's just sort of marketing, if you will, of the produce. And that being the case, once you've finished stacking or whatever the case may be with the vegetables, then it's finished being produced, the, you know, the, the not produced, finished being processed, I should say. Um, and therefore, at that stage already, it's considered gormalacha. But, aval bemolech leveso, if you still have to bring it home and it hasn't come home yet, so then it's not considered to be had its gormalacha yet. Ochel mehem arai, you could still eat them in a casual, snacky way. Aju Magilaveso until you bring them home. And once they've reached home, either the front yard or the front inside the front door, that's a machlokus amaraim. And but at that point, uh, it's home and no longer can be eaten awry. But before that it could.